Uh, I'd like to read to you uh, this morning from Philippians 4, from verse 6 to 13. Philippians 4, from verse 6 to 13. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, Whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. I rejoice greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me. Indeed, You were concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. I'm not saying this because I'm in need, for I have learned to be content, whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I've learned the secret of being content in uh, in any and every situation. Whatever, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. This is the word of God, and we thank God for his word today. So we continue our series on Back to Basics, and um, this morning we talk about uh, facing our problems. Any of you had any problems over the last six months? <laughs> okay, so today we have an open mic and we're going to do a testimony. So you are welcome to come forward and tell us your problems. Now, I know each and every one of us feel or have had problems. Many things have happened during the last six months. I want to quickly tell you a story about a reverend. He was actually the Archbishop of Dublin. And he had this problem. It wasn't really a problem, but a fear that he had. And his fear was to become paralyzed. His fear, his problem was that he had this fear of becoming paralyzed. And so one evening at a party, the lady he sat next to uh, at the dinner heard him muttering uh, to himself, saying, it's happened at last. Total numbness of my right leg. The lady said, Your grace, it may comfort you to learn that it is my leg you are pinching. (laughs) We all have problems. We have financial problems. We have physical problems. We have health problems. We have mental problems. We have relationship problems. We even have electrical plumbing problems. Things that... (laughs) There's there's so many of problems. Those individual problems that we have. 
We also have other problems that are inflicted upon us, not necessarily by ourselves, but by other people. These problems include uh, America, uh, total lockdown, COVID-19. We have a problem with this thing. Any of you have a problem with this thing? Okay. You can't breathe, right? It looks silly. You must see what you guys look like from this side. (laughs) You can't recognize people. It is a problem. But at the same time, we wear this so that we are protected in some way, even the smallest little thing. We use it so that we protect ourselves But it is a problem. It's something that annoys us. It's something that we don't like. It's something that has caused us uh, many times frustration. We even have problems in South Africa. We have racial problems, ethnic problems, apartheid problems, corruption problems. We have rape, poverty, education, and even murder problems. Any of you seen those as your problems? I think a lot of us. And I'd like to ask you whether it is a problem or whether it is a worry. Is it a fear? And does it affect you immediately? Any of you listen to the news or watch the news? Okay. There's so much out there, hey. And so much negativity, so many things happening, and it affects our lives, your life and my life. But does it really affect our life? I'm just, it's just a question. It's just because so often we get, get so focused on what is happening that we forget that we need to live. <laughs> we need to live and just continue living the way that God intended us to live. We worry because we worry about our families. COVID-19 has affected so many families. Any of your family has been affected. My brother's been affected. My auntie. uh, there's, There's so many people being affected. Not just financially, but people having to lose their jobs. And it does cause problems because we then have to look after other people. We have to take what we have and start looking after our family and friends. And so there's a burden that comes upon us. But it's not, it, it's not supposed to be a burden, is it? If we are, God provides so much. Maybe the problem we do have is that we spend too much. I know the first two months of COVID-19, I had a very positive bank account because I couldn't spend on anything, okay? Nothing, except for the basic groceries we had. And so there was no problem. See, the COVID-19 has also caused people, and this is, my, this, is, this is really heartbreaking for me, because there are people sitting here that have lost loved ones. There are people sitting here today that were not able to say goodbye to their families. It's the hardest thing. And long way down the line... It is those people that need to be able to 
come to terms with not being able to, there's no, almost no closure because they weren't able to hold the hand of their loved one. They weren't able to say goodbye. And that loved one, be it husband, wife, son, daughter, uncle, auntie, our hearts go out to you people that have lost somebody. And it does become a problem. It's not supposed to be a problem, but it is. See, God says in Matthew, Jesus says in Matthew, and I'd like to read this to you, because we all worry. Man, do we worry. We worry about uh, that guy called uh, President Donald Trump. Um, And (laughs) we worry about what he's going to do, if he's going to survive, if he's not going to survive. But there's so many things that we worry about, but meantime it has no effect on us. No personal effect on you. Has Donald Trump ever phoned any of you? Okay. <laughs> Has God ever spoken to any of you? In a different way? Absolutely. God speaks to us all. Maybe not, not, not in a voice, but in things we see, things we smell, things we touch, things or people that surround us. We are constantly reminded of God's love. And yet we worry. Jesus says in Matthew, 20, uh, in Matthew 6, he says, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet... Your heavenly Father feeds them. You Are you not much more valuable than they, than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? <laughs> we all have problems. Every single one of us. But if we are able to do one simple thing, and that is to bring those problems to God. Then your life and my life just becomes so much easier. Because some of the problems that we have is self-inflicted. And then when that self-infliction takes part, we then ask God, why weren't you there? Any of you done that? I've done that. And meantime, it's not God that put that problem in my heart, but it's myself. And then often I try and fix that problem myself, and I can't. I can't stop my cousin's addiction. But what I can do is pray for my cousin's addiction, for his problem. So another thing lockdown has maybe caused, maybe not a problem, but maybe... um, Husbands and wives having to spend a lot of time with each other. Literally 24-7. Okay? And some, some people would say, I'd rather have that than not have my family, not have them at all. But yet, we are able to, to if you are able to connect with your wife or your husband, what better, what better place? Why not then open the Bible and open it up and pray? Pray for your family. 
It shouldn't be a problem. But over the last six months, we've also seen an increase in divorce. Because people just can't live together. They had jobs and things like that to go to, and now all of a sudden they had to spend a lot of time. I want to tell you that if we take our problems to God, each and every one of us, things will become much better for you and for me. If you keep me in prayer, I can keep you in prayer. And once you pray for something, God hears that prayer. You might just need to continuously remind him. Paul says, do not um, be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. See, we always see problem as this, this, this heavy thing. But if we present it to God, God can actually show us. We could actually learn something from that. From that prayer. From that problem. Years ago, uh, there was this, this pilot. Uh, it was the start of the aviation. And he was, he was going to do a world trip, or fly around the world. After he had been gone for just two hours... He heard this noise. You know that noise of a rat eating away at the gnawing at the at the cables. And it was just him in the plane and he all he could hear was this rat eating away at something. And he was worried because he had a problem. What if this rat ate ate away the the emergency, um, I wish there was a, um, anybody a pilot? <laughs> uh, the emergency black box and nobody would know where he was or whatever. And so he, he, he thought about it because he didn't know what to do. And then he realized, well, a rat, a rodent, like to be on the ground. And they like to be underground. And so he decided to to put the plane up and he, he climbed a thousand meters and then he climbed two thousand. At one stage he climbed twenty thousand is I don't know if it's kilometers or probably meters into the air and he heard nothing. The rat had died because it couldn't survive. But I was wondering is the problem not like a rat in our lives? No? Because it keeps gnawing at, at, at us. The thing is, if you are in Christ, and we go up in that atmosphere, and we are filled with Christ, no rat can come into our hearts. No rat can gnaw on our bodies. We all have problems. You and me. But God makes it easy. He says, all you need to do is come before me. All you need to do is bring it to me. Maybe you go out during this week and maybe you find that there is a problem. But let it be a problem that affects your life on a day-to-day basis. We have too many problems in South Africa already to worry about other problems. That uh, in America that cannot affect us. 
It can affect us, obviously, but what, until Donald Trump finds you, um, don't let it make you a problem. Rather, let God be in touch with you. Let us pray. Mighty Lord God, we thank you that you always provide, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that you have created us in your image and in your likeness. And so we are like you, Lord. And so we worry because I know, Lord, that you worry about each and every one of us. But that you've given us free will, Lord, to to hear your voice and to be able to pray to you, to engage with you, to communicate with you. And so today, Lord, we pray for all those, all of us that have problems, Lord, or worries or fears. Let them not take over our lives. Let them not blacken our hearts. Let them not make us stubborn. But we pray, Lord, that we are able to come to you with our problems, that we are able to come on bended knee and ask you to help us, to guide us, to forgive us. We do pray for the President of America too, Lord, for he too has problems. But we pray too for our country with all its problems. And we pray, Lord, that you will give us the insight as to how to help, how to guide, how to be of use. For we know, Lord, that you are much higher than any president, than any country, and that you love us unconditionally. And that you will protect us from harm. So be with us this week, Lord, we pray. Be with each and every one of us those that are lonely, those that are desperate, those that are needy, those that are hungry, those that are ill, those that just need a bit of love and support, Lord. Let us be your hands and feet today, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen.